smoking Hank Sinatra, that's all gas. On the hunt in a tall grass, intercepting every ball pass, then I run it back, that's a TD. Check the scoreboard, y'all last, we up one, you see me. Pussy niggas wanna talk about it, go to Hellcat, no demon. I be politicking on your broadcast, got the red carpet like the famous homie. Ask your bitch, really famous homie, and you know it's in me, it ain't on me. So creative like I made Adobe, I've been balling like I play with Kobe. What's the deal? What's the deal? We back again, politic in a podcast. We got a slew of topics to get into, man. First topic, man, this NBA offseason. Who you think had the best NBA offseason? Of course, we had the Bradley Bill blockbuster to kick it all off. Then we got the James Harden debacle. It looks like the LA Clippers are the front runners to land James Harden. Should they actually pull the trigger and trade? For James Harden, running back Dalvin Cook. He is a free agent after being released from the Vikings. What team should he go to? He definitely will uh, make a big difference on whatever team he chooses. So what team is Dalvin Cook going to go to? Hip-hop, for the first time in 30 years, does not have a number one billboard top uh, charting song so this has to be one of the worst years for hip-hop in the last 50 years as if we celebrate 50 years of hip-hop but this is the first year in 30 years that we don't have a number one billboard record and a white substance probably cocaine has been found in the white house so we find white girl in the White House. Crazy. Let's get to these topics, man. What's the deal? What's the deal? We got yeah, we got Amrock in here. What's the deal, people? What's going on? What's going what on? Up, what up? What up? Shit, man. So let's get to this first topic, man. So we got to get to this NBA free agency. What team do you guys think had the best moves in this year's offseason uh, free agency and uh, just offseason period? Um, I think it depends on what, what objective you're going for, right? As in, if, I mean, the game of basketball is about winning championships. So therefore, that should be the main goal. Um, my opinion, I think the Phoenix Suns have did a excellent job of that. I mean, CP3, he was, he was good, but nobody likes to say it, but cp3 is injury prone he is never there when you kind of sort of yeah that's my boy right there okay we get to that in a little bit yeah um but phoenix suns they get um bradley bill right they keeping devin booker they're keeping kevin durant they still got uh aiden they picked uh watanabe whatever his name is he's a, he was cool for the for the nets um, they pick up Eric Gordon as well. You know, they 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 keep Josh Orgy or or whatever his name is that played for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves too. So they kept kept keeping their bench a little bit. Now I think they should go get like a Christian Woods to help out their bench a little more. But overall, if you're going off of who's the who made moves to help them. In the championship way, 
go towards the championship? I would say defeated Suns. You know, you already showed my boy Derrick Rose. What the Memphis Grizzlies have been missing is veteran leadership. And so 25 games really don't mean anything. You can lose 25 games straight and still make the playoffs, especially nowadays with the playing. So they got Marcus Smart. They picked up my boy Derrick Rose. No better teacher to teach John Morant how to utilize that that athletic point guard power than one of the most athletic point guards to ever play the game, right? And teach him, hey, you can't just rely on your 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 athleticism. You need to get a jump shot as well. So you got that. Um, but if you ain't going like title wise of moves, and then you got like the Lakers and stuff that just kept their their pieces. The Bucks kept their pieces. So if you ain't going off of that, then you got to go Houston Rockets. I mean, they got Fred Van Fleet. Like, ain't nobody thought. And they 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 Dylan picked Brooks. up what's his name, Dalen Brooks, Brooks as well. So they they picked. I know there's one more person that they got, and I the person just keeps flying off my head. But the Rockets, even though it's not like title contending, the Rockets have just made some great moves and great pieces where give it a couple years the rockets are going to do the same things that the sacramento kings did they're going to come out of nowhere and you're going to be like where did they come from and it's because they they built it those are my picks yeah um i think with with phoenix adam bradley pill uh just another example of okay durant you need you know, uh, the Monstars, uh, you know, on your team uh, to win a championship. (laughs) Um, I don't know. We'll see how Chris Paul works. I don't don't know if that, I guess the plan is to bring him off the bench or I don't know what, what that deal is. Przingis to Boston. I think that was very, uh, very huge. Um, You know, Przingis improved last year, especially with the the down year with the Wizards, but still he had a great season. Um, Dallas Mavericks come to mind as well. I know, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's still not high on Kyrie and Luca playing side by side, but they did ask Seth, Seth Curry, um, you know, some shooting and they just got, um, I think his name is uh, Williams from the Celtics. So they added, you know, um, some, some uh, forward power, so to speak, uh, down low uh, to help those guys. Uh, so I think, you know, Mark Cuban's still not done, probably making some moves. He might pull out the Marcus Cousins or Dwight Howard from somewhere, who knows. Um, uh, I'm, I'm still waiting on the Dame Lillard. You know, wherever he lands up, I think, especially if it's in Miami, I think that's going to be huge. Um, you know, yeah, like y'all said, you know, Milwaukee stay packed. Um, the Lakers pretty much stay packed. They added some decent pieces, though, but they stay packed with just LeBron and AD. Um, uh, Sacramento's definitely still, you know, they. I think they learned a lot from this experience last year, and they will be better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would probably have to say I, I like what, what Dallas did. Um, of course, Memphis getting D Rose and Marcus Smart was huge. Um, we'll see. Memphis just seemed like that's you know, with the health and all of that, that that's normally Memphis's issue, really. Um, same thing with Milwaukee, um, uh, with their health. Now they got the Lopez brothers that up there. You know, most of the league, most of the time it's about health. Who's gonna be healthy come playoff time? Um, you know, the camaraderie of the team. That's what I'm worried about with Phoenix. That's what normally everybody worries about with the Kevin Durant team. Again, when he went to Golden State, all he had to do was just slide right in. 
you know, like in Brooklyn and now in Phoenix, we're going to see, like, can you really pull a team together? Um, and again, he, you know, he, he needs, you know, all, all of the Hall of Famers on his team uh, to win. Um, so, you know, you got it now, KD. Again, you have it again. So let's see what you do with it. Because uh, regardless, it stops with KD in Phoenix. I don't care if you bring Bradley Bill in. It. Bradley Bill, can he stay healthy as well? I, we'll see. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of any other major moves. Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting on Dame to Miami. I really, really hope that because that's a he fits so perfectly, and that's exactly what they needed. Not to say that they would have still beaten Denver, but at least maybe six or seven games, possibly with Dame on that squad. Um, you know, so him going there, I think it's just going to be Boston and, and Miami again in the conference finals. And that will be crazy, um, especially with Boston picking up Porzingis. So, you know, so we'll see. But, I heard Boston's in the running for Dame, too. Yeah, I heard that as well, which it's was Jalen Brown. To me, no, they're trying to they're trying to keep Jalen Taylor. That's why they got Porzingis. rid of that. That's yeah. why they got rid of Williams. Yeah, they're trying to keep Jalen Brown. So, and they're trying to get up, give up. Um, who's the other big dude with the with the dreads or the braids? I forget his name. Oh, uh, Robert Williams. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. trying to they're trying to possibly send him with a whole bunch of picks over to because Portland does need a big man since they drafted uh, what's his name, Scoot, 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 Scoot Henderson. Yeah, yeah Scoot he's going to be their their guy uh, going mm-hmm. forward. So they need big men at this big men and shooters. Um, so you know, so we'll see. But yeah, I mean. If, I don't want to see Dame in ball. I want to see him in Miami. I, he's, you know, with the black jersey on, like that Dame with Jimmy Butler. You know, Jimmy Butler going. That's 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 that dog. Dame is that dog too. People just don't like. They really don't see it because he's in Portland. And what you know, what do they do? They made it to the conference finals a week, couple years ago. He, he guided them there somehow. Um, so he's capable of doing it. Um, and I appreciate Dame for wanting to stay. Um, and and trying to give them a chance to figure it out but obviously they just can't so you know it is what it is so i hope that they figure it out and get him to miami i think that would be huge but yeah i would probably say you know dallas comes to mind um wherever dame lands up phoenix we'll see we'll see what bradley i mean denver's still out there sacramento's still out these are complete teams you can't always just pull a team together and it just miraculously comes together it didn't even everybody loves to you know talk about lebron but it didn't even for him that first year in miami so you know, these, these are facts. So, you know, so we'll see. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think that the Porzingis thing is going to work out for Boston. So I think Boston kind of either is going to hit a home run or they're going to strike out. And okay. I think that this Porzingis thing was definitely a, a risk. It's very risky, but you try to, you got to try to win it all. So I get it. The Bradley Bill move, you got a new ownership, and the ownership is clearly trying to state that they're trying to win, and they're trying to win now. Chris Paul to the Warriors really still don't make no sense to me, but they have to get Jordan Poole's contract out of there, and Chris Paul's only one-year one rental. So I don't know. I, I, I'm surprisingly have to say the Lakers, and I'm a Laker hater, man, but the Lakers <laughs> found a way to keep – all their players, D'Lo, Hachimura, uh, Austin Reeves, and they added Cam Reddish and Gabe Vincent. I don't know how the hell the Lakers pulled this shit off, but the Lakers seem to keep everybody and get a couple pieces. So Rob Polinka did his shit. 
they were just in the Western Conference Finals. So, you know, the Lakers staying packed and actually keeping that roster going into the season. And with Gabe Vincent, you know, that point guard. So when D'Lo, you got to sit the bench. You know, LeBron can't be that that facilitator that he used to be. So now you got a, a true point guard that can go out there and actually run, you know, instead of having Schroeder out there. So I think the Lakers definitely upgraded. But is it enough to win a championship? No. So ultimately, it ain't going to matter. But I still think Are the, the Lakers, Clippers scared? The Lakers well, have I the. Uh, that's so, what I hear. So, but it's so far. Are the Clippers the, scared? The Clippers aren't scared. You know why? Because we're in the running for James Harden. We are the front runner. <laughs> and it looks like we're about to add James Harden. We brought, wow. Russell, we brought Russell Westbrook back. And now it looks like we are the front runners to, to get James Harden. The good thing about this is that James Harden is on a contract in which he is not eligible for a new contract. So he has to play out this year. So we don't have to pay him next year if it doesn't work out. We got a bunch of expiring contracts like Robert Covington and other bums that never see the court for us anyway. So for to get rid of those expiring contracts, like a Marcus Morris that fell out of the rotation really into late into the playoffs. I mean, I, I feel like we can get rid of those contracts, get rid of those draft picks that are in like 2028 and get a James Harden rental for one year. And, you know, he reunited with, with, he reunited with Durant and that didn't work out. But you remember in OKC, he was on the bench and he left to Houston because Russell Westbrook. So, and now the, the roles will be opposite because James will be the point guard and Russell will be coming off the bench for James. What's your uh, thoughts on this? You hear this, Amrock? I do. I got a question for you, Kayla. What's up? Your your topic title says, should the Clippers trade for James Harden? The 76ers aren't giving up James Harden for nothing. Who are you guys giving them? <laughs> James Harden already refused to play for them. So by him demanding the trade, he opted in and, and demanded a trade. So if you understand this, they're either even if James Harden chooses to come in fat, lazy like he did in Brooklyn, they have to get rid of him by the trade deadline or lose him for nothing. So but it, why uh, would so because, why would they trade him because, to y'all? Because we're the best suitor. We gotta they they thinking of people that can help them now and come off the books next year. And if they can get a couple shooters and some draft picks, then, then they definitely will come off James Harden. So, so y'all don't, so y'all don't have enough now. Again, no, y'all have, have have, compared to, compared to the Lakers, compared to the Lakers who only have AD and LeBron. Y'all have Paul George, Russell Westbrook. And Kawhi Leonard, and you talk about bums that stay on the court. Not to say that Kawhi is a bum, but can he? That that's really been y'all's issue. Don't forget that's really it. been y'all got Zubat. Is Kawhi's health? That is it. That is that's that's really been the only issue for the Clippers. Kawhi, y'all gonna have more players than the Phoenix Suns. 
That is, I, I don't know, man. I just feel like I don't need we no can get James, rid of James we can Harden get rid of some, and uh, destroy that culture, man. Like that's man. nah. Like y'all, 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 y'all shouldn't want James Harden. No, no, y'all would. Y'all should want somebody like Dame or somebody, not James Harden, if anybody. No, See, but we, don't, nah. we're gonna have to give up a king's ransom for for Dame. We won't it have sounds to like y'all much. That's to more. That's a better risk than James. We Harden. won't have to ha- give up much, and just like we got. Uh, Russell on the vet minimum for a two-year contract. We can also resign uh, Harden because he thought that his market was bigger than he is. And the truth is, he will no longer have that big market. So if we get him for this one-year rental and he realizes where he's at, and this is his best chance to win the championship since he ain't going to get no more big paydays, then he's home in L.A., just like Russell. And a lot of people will want to go home and have a chance to win the championship. My other question is, would you not change uh, trade Paul George for Dame Leonard? No, I would not. No, I would not. I'm going to ask that question again. You ain't trading Paul George that hasn't done nothing for you for Dame Leonard that hasn't even had another star. No, and I he's would not. still taking his team to the Western Conference Finals. No, I would not because if he comes over here, there's no way that there's only one ball, man. And, and y'all swear that everybody could, but when you have a point guard that is the top scorer, then Dame has never been a facilitator. So putting Dame in a position where he has to defer to someone else, Kawhi is alpha dog. So if you bring him in, he's going to have to defer to Kawhi. That's not where he's going to be best. Just like Amrock pointed out, him with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler only pulls out these 30, 40-point games in the playoffs on the regular night. Jimmy giving you 16 to 24 points. So him stepping in and being an alpha dog in Miami is perfect. It's exactly what they need. But on the Clippers, with, with Kawhi being the alpha dog, even to get rid of Paul George, Paul George is is playing the Robin role perfectly. He's accepted it, and for the, to get a star to accept that Robin role is probably one of the hardest things. This is why James I got one more. is in the position that he's in now right. is because he can't accept the uh, the Robin role. Russell Westbrook right. has so, finally accepted it. I got Carmelo I got one Anthony. more. What, what, what it, I got one more. I got one more. Oh, what, what is so going off of what you just went off of Dame and how he needs the ball in his hand and everything like that? My other question is, when was the last time James Harden was relevant when he was with the Rockets? Right? No, he was relevant this year because he was the leading assist leader on the MVP's team. He is still relevant, and you making it seem like James Harden was a bum, he wasn't. He was on I'm the saying I'm not the, saying he was a bum. The, I'm the saying only, when do you know reason, James Harden to be a facilitator? The, the only reason that we're down on them is because 76ers didn't live up to the hype. And half of that is is Doc Rivers. James Harden's fault. fault. Doc Rivers is a terrible is a terrible coach. He don't draw up nothing in clutch and he just lets shit go. He don't call timeouts when the teams is coming back. He blows leads. How many series has he been up and lost them? This is his history, and this is why he doesn't have a team now. So would you get rid of Kawhi for Dane? Yes. 
Yes, so I you would. get rid of Kawhi Leonard. I, would, I, would, I, would I feel say, like I, I feel like there too. I, would say, I, I, I feel Kawhi like we there. have more more life on the tires with Paul George, and he's already accepted a Robin role. So for him to for us to swap out Kawhi for Dame for our our, our megastar, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yes, I would. Would you switch out Kawhi for uh, James Harden? Hell, because nah. that's. That's what it looks like they're going to want from you. No, they don't want James Harden. You got to understand, Philly does not want, is not asking for this big compensation package. They didn't want to renew and, and pay James Harden, and that's why he opted in because he had no market. He thought that he was going to get all these offers in free agency. He tested the market, and nobody wanted his ass. So he's going to go out there, and he got to get $12, 15000000 million in free agency, but he can get $35 million if he opts in. So, of course, he opts in, and he understands the dynamic of the game is that they gave up a lot to get him there. So to lose him in free agency to nothing would be a loss for uh, a return on an investment. They would lose on investing in getting James Harden because they didn't get to the championship, and then he left for nothing. So if he requests a trade, by the trade deadline to get some return on their investment, they're going to get rid of him. So if you're going to get rid of him by the trade deadline, then you might as well shop him now. Yeah, it's so a business. It's a business first. The qu- the question at him, right? Should should the Clippers trade for James Harden? Absolutely not. Um, I don't know uh, unless again unless you plan on shipping Kawhi out to Philly, which they are not planning on doing. Um, I think, doesn't Kawhi have a no trade? I'm not sure, but. No one has a no trade clause. Bradley Bill was the last one. With no, he was the last one. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I still wouldn't do that. I James Harden needs to stay right in Philly and figure it out. Stop moving mm-hmm. around. Same thing for, like, all these players, stop moving around. And then there's no purpose around moving around. Listen. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a, everybody loves to point, appoint me as the, you know, the LeBron kissing ass, LeBron, whatever. But at the end of the day, when LeBron moved around, he won championships. Um, a lot of these guys are con- constantly moving around and nothing is really panning out. Nothing is really happening. And James Harden is the latest example of that. Try to stay somewhere and figure it out. At this point, you got one of the best big men in the game, if not, you know, uh, one one B behind Jokic. Um, that's Joel and B. Try to figure it out. I think Philly's going to put pieces uh, around. They've been trying to do that, you know, since Embiid got there. Ben Simmons and then Butler was there. Like they've been trying to put pieces around Joel and B. Um, and the James Harden piece. Yes, you're absolutely right. He was not a bum this year. But at this point, with James Harden, with a Kevin Durant, with these type of guys. We're measuring them based on what they do in the playoffs. We don't care about the regular season with Jay. He's won an MVP. He's shown he can do it in the rec. What are you going to do in the playoffs? And every single time he's been in the playoffs, when the when the moment mattered, he has failed. Plain and simple. And that's what we're thinking about every time now with James Harden. What do you do in the playoffs? Period. That's why Dame is trying to go to it because he wants y'all to see again what he wants to remind y'all what he can do in the play. He just hasn't had the squad. James Harden has had the squad and had the moments where he could have helped that team um, uh, succeed, and he did not do it. This this was the time. Do y'all not realize, like, they had, like, everybody was talking about, oh, 
they got to go against Boston and then Milwaukee. Well, the Heat took out Milwaukee. So all y'all had to do was really get past Boston, and y'all still couldn't do that? And it went to seven games. Y'all still couldn't do it? Why? Because James Harden's having 13 and nine games. And, oh, I'm a facilitator. You get paid $35 million. That is not facilitator money, period. (laughs) You have to be, if not 1A behind you, you have to be 1B, James Harden. I'm sorry. And people are measuring you based off that. To me, it doesn't seem like he cares. He just, you know, kind of on a no diss, but kind of on a Carmelo tip, I want my money. Like, I, you know, hey, if I win a championship, so be it. If I don't, I got paid. That's kind of where it seems like James Harden is going with all of this. Like, what team is going to fit? Like, you just want – it seems like he just wants somebody to baby him, kind of like what they did in Houston, just cater to him and give him everything that he wants. He didn't get that in Brooklyn. He wanted out immediately. Now he feels like he's not getting that in Philly, especially from Doc Rivers. And speaking of Doc Rivers, yeah, look, yes, he hasn't had success in a long time, but he does have something over James Harden. He does have a championship. Let's let's not forget that, right? Yes, he had to have a big three come together in Boston, but they still had to win and they did it. And that was actually a big three that did it in their first year together. So you know, Doc Rivers, yeah, I mean, I get it. Lately, he hasn't been the best, and they moved him out. So, again, now, James Harden, what's your excuse? They got rid of the guy who was apparently you were clashing heads with. It didn't seem like you had an issue with Joel Embiid or Tobias Harris or Maxi or these other guys. It seemed like the issue was with Doc Rivers. They got rid of him. Now you still want to leave? What? What is it? What is it, James? Like, <laughs> you just want to be back in Houston just- Okay, but that didn't work with wins, right? I thought that's what this is about, winning. You didn't. You were the guy in Houston by yourself, just like Dane was in Portland. You wasn't winning. You won it out. Here it is. Here is your moment. You are playing with one of the best big men in the league. You and Jamal Murray got that pack. The Jamal Murray playing with Jokic and just won a championship. Y'all should have been right there in the finals against them straight up that's Battling. and that's what a lot of people want to stay want to see joel and Jokic in in the fight and jamal murray and james harden go that would be that would be epic so i i don't i don't get it with with james Harden. i i just don't understand but the clippers should not want though that i'm not saying he's an issue he's a pride i don't know the man but it just seems like he's too wishy-washy y'all shouldn't want that y'all should just stay packed with what y'all got and hopefully Kawhi Leonard can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy for y'all, y'all have a shot. <laughs> it's really, it really comes down to Kawhi Leonard because y'all going to put pieces around him, Paul George, and Westbrook. Veterans going to want to come there and play. It's L.A. It's with Kawhi. It's with Paul George. People going to want to put just like people want to play, you know, come and play for the Lakers, the Phoenix now because of these guys are there. People going, But the question is, can Kawhi be healthy enough for us to have a chance? That's really what it comes down to with the Clippers. It really does, man. I think that you, from a business standpoint, though, Ballmer is opening up this new arena. This is our last year in Staples Center. And I think that a lot of the moves are definitely based upon building some momentum and some hype behind the Clippers before making this move into their own arena. Because we got to be able to sell those season tickets because those season tickets are the things that drive through the revenue as far as their, their games. So Bomber is going to have to make a splash. He's the richest owner in the league. And I think that he's going to spend no money. Uh, uh, he, he's going to not care about the money. He's going to spend it all and, and try to get 
as many pieces as possible to try to get as far as we can this year to lead into next year going into our own arena. And if we can get a banner and then start in our own arena and hang it, as an owner, there's no bigger dream than that. And I think Bomber will spend as much money and pull as much strings as he possibly can to try to make that dream come true. But let's get to the next topic, man. So we got to get to the NFL, man. So the running back position has been a position that we really have, what, a two to four-year shelf life. We got people like Ezekiel Elliott that was once the, one of the premier running backs in the league, and they're out, he's out there with no job. And we got the Vikings releasing Dalvin Cook. So Dalvin Cook is a free agent. He's one of the top backs in the league. He's one of them thousand yards a, a year backs, and he's probably going to end up going to a contender, probably for yes less than what he wants to make, but with the chance to win a championship. I think that he's definitely going to pick a contender over uh, the money. So where do y'all think Dalvin Cook should go, and where do you think that he will make the biggest difference so that he can, you know, try to get that payday that he's looking for? I heard that he's trying to go to – I heard his preference ain't a contender at all. He's trying to go to the Patriots. That's what I heard. Um, Where he should go? I mean, I heard Miami's interested in him. Um, Hey, I'm, I'm biased, so come to um, the Seahawks because we haven't had a real running back since – Marshawn Lynch left, but maybe that throwing the ball instead of running the ball has scared every running back away from the Seahawks. So I, I understand that. Um, but I don't think he's going to be – I think it's a little different than him and him and Zeke. I mean, he's four-time pro bowler, 1,000 yards. He, he He's doing his thing. Eight touchdowns last year. You know, Zeke hasn't really been relevant lately. So, um, I heard Miami's after him. I think that would be a good place. Yeah. Miami, um, the Jets, Ravens. I think he should come over to to the AFC. Uh, One of those teams could utilize him. Where I think he'll end up, I think everybody – you know, falls into the trap of going to the Cowboys, man. I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, somehow, some way they're going to lure him down there thinking that the Dak's going to do it this year. And I don't know. And and he'll get stuck down there too. Uh, but yeah, where he should go, um, Miami, New York Jets, Baltimore Ravens, um, Seattle, I didn't think about that. that. was a good one, y'all. I didn't think about Seattle, but yeah, I mean, they could use him. Geno Smith, you know, did his thing last year. That would be huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, a player like him, yeah, you you know, you've been in been in the league. I forget how long you've been in the league now, but you know, um, it seemed like he wants to win. Um, like you say, it'll take less money, maybe you know, to prove himself, maybe possibly get another two or three year contract after this. Who knows? Um, see what he'll do, but. I think he might just fall into the trap or end up going to the Cowboys. I I know, but I, I just too many people have done that. You know, oh, you know, the star and the, you know, that Dak and 
promo and they're gonna do something and eh, no they're not <laughs> they are not every year it's the same thing so i don't know i but yeah my miami is you know Tua can stay he's in uh, health is primarily the biggest thing with these athletes Tua can stay healthy they look very dangerous um Aaron Rodgers can get it together in New York. They look very dangerous. Uh, if Lamar Jackson can stay healthy in, out here in Baltimore, they look very dangerous. So, you know, I mean, of course, everything's predicated to health, but he could help those three teams or uh, with Seattle as well. Um, Geno Smith um, looked very good. Um, and he has a good core of receivers, too, on the, on the low. So, you know, like those four teams, I would say that's, that's where he should go because he would fit and he's going to be a contender. Now, but those all those four teams, um, well, two of them really, you know, with Lamar and Tua, can those guys stay healthy? Um, and then with Geno, it's just more so with the competition. You know, how are you going to do this year now? You're not sneaking up on nobody. So how are you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. That's why I think they should add a running game. Um, and then with the Jets, you know, Aaron Wright, everybody's talking Super Bowl, but you still got to go through Mahomes. You still got to go through that bur- Burrow. Them two alone, Cincinnati and, and the Chiefs, I don't know how the Jets get past that, but adding a running game surely will go with that that defense and what they're trying to do in New York. So I would say those four teams. Hey, but if he ends up on the Ravens, though, yeah. they got OBJ, that's Lamar. That, that, just that, would, got, uh, that, would be, that would be scary. Yeah. I think that that's his best bet if he really wants to win the championship. I think the Jets, you know, it looks good on paper. It all sounds good, but it got to come together. Right. So everybody, you know, Aaron Rodgers, it, it worked with Tom Brady, but Tom mm-hmm. Brady took his whole coordinator offense, everything, right. and, they, and they installed Tom Brady's offense. Right. And they got one of Aaron Rodgers' old coaches over there in in, in New York. So maybe they're, they're taking that same thought, saying, hey, it worked for Brady. Maybe it can work for Rodgers. He was just MVP two years ago, so it's not like he's had that big of a fall off. I just don't think that the Jets can really pull it off in one year. So I think that I, if I was him, I would try to go to Baltimore. I would go to Baltimore because Miami with the two and the concussion thing, if, if I go over there and he get one more concussion, now they're looking for a franchise quarterback again. Mm-hmm. And now I'm over here with a team with no franchise quarterback. They could stack the box. And now I can't, I can't get my, my runs off like I'm used to. Now my numbers go down. Now I'm useless in the market. Now it all fell down. So I think go to Baltimore and, and establish yourself. And even if you don't get that big payday again, you know what I'm saying? At least you're on the team where you could keep contending because usually after people win the Super Bowl, everybody gets paid after that. Well, but let's get to this hip-hop news, man. So. Music has been very uninspiring for a while now. Half of these artists sound the same. It's the same uh, flow. These beats, the the selection, everything is so microwave and temporary. A lot of these songs now have to come with a TikTok so that it can go viral with a dance because that's the only way that they're going to get enough streams to, to generate any revenue off of this music. So what are y'all thoughts on hip hop not having a number one hit for the first time in 30 years? We're celebrating 50 years of hip hop, but in the last 30 years, we've always had a number one charting record. 
What are your thoughts on us not having one? You know, at the same time, we're celebrating fifty years of hip hop. I mean, mo- most of this, most of the music out here isn't hip hop today. <laughs> hip, you know, hip hip hop is is. I mean, yes, it's it's counterculture by definition, right? You you're going against the grain, um, but it's also it wasn't intended to be this uh you know uh how can i put it like for you know how people are utilizing it a lot of you know a lot of young rappers especially they're just doing it to get on you know they're just doing it to and now a lot you know some of them make it and are successful and still around and people are listening to their music um but that wasn't hip-hop you know it was just about guys you know again taking it back rapping in the park or rapping about what's going on or or you know, trying to put their city on. Um, now it's just, you know, everybody's doing it. This isn't hip hop. This I don't know what you would call this. This is hip hop or not hop hip hop. Um, you know, because that that's where it's really going. It's crossed within that pop, rock, uh, techno genre. Um, so it's this this is its own new genre, what we're hearing today. I mean, you still got hip hop cats out there like Nas and J. Cole and Kendrick and you know, all of those guys um who are still hip hopped out, but that you know, the rest of them, this isn't hip hop. I would call it hip hop. Um because it's it's crossed that at this point. Um, you know, the, the things that they're doing and the things that they're rapping about or talking about, um you know everything down to their you know um, like cover art and you know just how they're expressing themselves how they're just dropping singles and no albums really are coming out um so yeah i'm not surprised at all again because it's you know the way the way it's not hip-hop to me it's not even rap like (laughs) like you know like nipsey you know all those guys was rap you know like yeah, it's more like singing, electro. Yeah, it's, that's why I said hip hop. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, you see, yeah. but they, but everybody wants to end up on one of these rolling loud stages or one of these big festivals. Yeah. So they're literally making music for the rolling loud crowd when mm-hmm. essentially that crowd is not us. So right. because because it's our culture, but it's but we're not the target demographic. It's a contradiction. Mm-hmm. What you yeah. got, yeah? I just want to ride, yada yada. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie though. I ain't gonna lie. I like club music. It goes hard. Jersey and Baltimore. That's club music. I will admit that. But overall, it I goes mean, that's not hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. Not it. I I love this song. I listen to the song all the time. Right, the beat hot. Love love it. Mm-hmm. But like M Rock said, it's that's not hip hop. You know, um, I think it also goes back to like, think about who has been considered the number one hip hop artist for like the last decade now. It's all about Drake, right? Drake. Yep. All about Drake. Yep. And what kind of album did Drake make? Techno. It was not a, yeah, it was not a hip hop style album. It was techno. It was, it, didn't he say Come something is for the, for the yachts? <laughs> like right. I did this for people that chill on the yacht. Like what? So I it's the change of 
of of the music, like how you guys are saying, it's 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 about trying to get into the festivals. Um, trying to hey, if if your song ain't making somebody want to pop a molly or like go to an EDM and get drunk wasted and drugged out, then your your song ain't hitting. And a lot of these artists aren't making classic music that goes beyond a couple years because I mean think about it the baby fell off right then mm. he got relevant again only because of TikTok of some freaking repo man repoing people's cars to his music like it's the repo a repo man made you relevant again right that that has something to say about where the stage of uh, of music at and where like the real hip hop artists are like beefing with I mean freaking Pusha T's beefing with Jim Jones like they ain't focused on making music Pusha T's um trying to just I'm I'm going to battle rap everybody and eat them all up I take out Drake I'm taking out Dipset I'm taking out everybody. He ain't worried about making no music, so that's, I don't know. I'm not surprised. I am not surprised. But it also started with, like, I know Nicki Minaj is considered, I never, I don't know. I mean, my girl's Missy. I love Missy. That's that's my person. But Nicki Minaj, most of her hit songs are not rap songs. Her Most of her hit songs were pop songs. And since she's considered a rap artist, then that made her one of the greatest female rappers selling artists. Like, no, you just took pop, called yourself a rap artist, and you just went on top of the pop chart. You ain't doing like, you ain't no uh, MC Light. You ain't no Queen Latifah. You ain't like, I don't know. You ain't no Lauryn Hill. Like, ah. At all, at all, at all, at all, bro. I don't know, man. This this music, I can't say that I don't like some of it, but ninety percent of it, it's like, it's like when you go back and you listen to an album from two thousand six. Like you go listen to Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? Thug Motivation one on one. It's nothing like that that comes out now that. You think 20 years from now you're gonna go play and it's gonna hit harder, you know what I'm saying? Just as hard, if not harder, 20 years from now when you go back and play. And I think that that's why a lot of these, I don't know how it is over there, but in California, a lot of these RB and throwback and 2000 day parties, that's the vibe now. Everybody's going back and everybody's partying to the old shit. And because we older now, we don't want to party in the middle of the night because at the nightclub scene, nobody dances. Everybody's in, right. on in the club looking too fresh. Everybody's on the couches. Everything's sections. It's not even the dance floor anymore. So now everybody's into these day parties where it ain't no sections. It's just parties. It's just going up. You know, you got local performers coming out, showing their talent. You got a lot of shit going on. So I think that th this today's climate is showing us that you know 
we don't really have a need or a want to listen to this old, this new music, you know. And I, I think people like Snoop Dogg is genius for buying Death Row and getting Death Row's music streaming on DSPs. You know, people like Manny Fresh, he produced all of the, the Hot Boys albums. He produced every song. They just did a tiny desk with Juvenile. Manny Fresh produced every song on the tiny desk. And it's just letting you know that those songs are now on DSPs and are streaming. And now they're getting revenue from some shit they did 20 years ago because they own the intellectual property. And that shit is, is like masters now. You got to own your IP. And that's why we see politicking right there. We see brand of encouragement right there. We see Blackbird's creators right there because we all own our OP, IP and we understand today's climate. And that's why we all working towards building the things that we build. But let's get to this, this White House, man, because it's literally the White House because they find it white girl up in that thing man so i believe it was the west wing of the white house they found a white substance they're not deeming it cocaine but when you say you found a white substance we know what it is and i believe that the white house has like probably the best security system ever so you know what i'm saying i don't know I, they got to tell us who had the white girl? Because they ain't trying to name no culprits as far as who was in there with the cocaine. They found the cocaine. But why is it reported? And who was it that was using this cocaine? What's your thoughts on finding the cocaine in the White House? Especially with Hunter Biden. I remember I watched an interview with Hunter Biden, and he said it got so bad that he thought a piece of Parmesan was cracked, and he smoked it. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, shit, it, was it him? <laughs> like, they talk about this white girl, whoever this person is, shit, that could, it could have been him straight up. Um, look, are we surprised to find cocaine in, you know, a white person's establishment? No. Again, like, that's unfortunately how they say crack be in the hood. It, cocaine be in all of these. If anybody saw Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio and all that, that shit was real. That's they letting you know this this is how you know how these people on Wall Street, how how all of them are. Um and yes, uh, you know, with the with the um with the White House, I think that the Pentagon and Fort Knox are like the most secure buildings, you know, in America. Um probably Pentagon and Fort Knox more so than the damn White House. Um, but certainly White House, like those are the top three for sure. And so let's be very clear if 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 the white house is one of the top three secure locations most secure locations in this country and cocaine somehow got in there um what does that say people they wanted <laughs> somebody wanted that shit in mm -hmm. you know somebody wanted to get that shit in there um and somebody let it go past security they got to go through a whole screening this ain't just I've I've used to uh, excuse me work right around the corner from the White House in D.C. You have to go through a lot to get into that building, uh, especially if you're just happen to be a guest. They put you on a six month to year waiting list uh, to even get into that building. So for somebody to bring uh, some cocaine up in there, um, again they let it 
they let it in because they wanted it in plain and plain and simple but again this is not a surprise uh, mo most of these white establishments have cocaine have a whole bunch of stuff happening um and all, all we got to do is pay attention all you got to do is look at some of these people when they talk on tv and see that most of them are coked out on on something um you know which they love to accuse us of all being on something but they don't show when they're on stuff right they don't show when this these things are happening that's why i'm glad you brought this topic up because you know this stuff happens all the time this stuff is in you know this is all over uh you know uh white america that's their drug as much as they say crack is black people just, cocaine is their drug and oh what is cocaine uh what is what is crack they aren't they correlated with each other oh, oh okay right so anyway um but one's more you know uh carries more penalties and one can get you jail and it, stop it right we all know what that narrative is about um and again if they wanted if, if that shit was in the white house trust me they let that shit get in there because you gotta go through, again metal detect your car get screened they look they do the 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 window the mirror check under the car to check for bombs they do they do a whole bunch of stuff before you can enter uh that building so again i, I wouldn't be surprised if it was hunter biden and himself <laughs> dang man I may have to change his name. It may not be Smoking Joe. It might be Snorting Joe. <laughs> yeah, Snorting Joe. Snorting Joe. Like Amrock was saying, you got to go through, like, a person like me, even if I waited on that waiting list or whatever the case may be, I'm not getting into the White House with, with drugs. At the end of the day, the person who had the drug had to be somebody higher up. Mm -hmm. It had to be. There's no way just a, a maid, even if you work for the White House, like you ain't walking into the White House as no normal Joe and getting in there with no cocaine. You got to be somebody like the president, the vice president, somebody higher up where they go yo you know you shouldn't have that what you say nothing whatever <laughs> right they just bypass it right so once again i always like to say keep the same energy i ain't hear nothing about this on no news hmm. but if it was the other white guy that don't like us neither and it was trump it would be all over the news Democrats will all be all on it saying, oh my gosh, how could Trump let cocaine in the White House? How could he? There wouldn't even be no narrative of, hey, maybe it is Parmesan. No, it's not Parmesan. It's straight cocaine. He did it. That's what it is. This is there. And we all will jump well. Most people would jump on it and be like, oh my gosh, girl, you hear Trump is has cocaine in the, in the White House. Well, I heard they always have stuff like that. No, but Trump had it. He put it, he put it in there. This is why we need to impeach him. But Joe don't talk to nobody. He don't come out and speak on anything that's going on, the derailment of trains, all the shootings that were under his name. He don't talk about nothing and then all his stuff just gets swept under a rug 
or in this case, under a nose. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, it's just crazy because just like you said, it's one of the most secure buildings in our nation. So whoever had the cocaine in there, it's like it's like sneaking contraband in jail. Mm -hmm. You face charges. So if it was somebody higher up, then they should be facing jail time for bringing that. But but you're not even hearing a conversation. Or, or and I'm pretty sure they got cameras. They they got like you said the workers that screened. They know who brought it in. So if this was found, they know who brought the cocaine in. But they're not telling us who this corporate corporate was. They're saying that it was a white substance. They're not even admitting that it was cocaine. Oh, I got one more thing. And if it is Joe Biden's son, if you can't control your son in the White House, how could you control a country? I don't know. He can't. He, he can't control himself finding his way to the podium. He can't he he saluted the wrong dude and walked past the podium. They had to then he, he tripped and fell leaving. Then he hit his head on the on the plane when he landed. I'm like, then the next week he was talking about Russia was at war with with Al Qaeda confusing uh what is it the ukraine war with the middle east this this guy man he's delusional he ain't got it no more and he his son is in this scandal because he was forcing the chinese people to take money talking about the bidens will deliver this and the bidens will deliver that he's not talking about himself he's talking about his him and his family so i think that Everybody's corrupt, man. The corruption in this government is ridiculous. This shit is like, it's a joke. It is literally a joke. Like, if you pay attention to politics, this shit is funny as hell. And that's why people like Tucker Carlson could sit there and tell jokes about what's going on. And it'd be one of the top shows in the world because he's telling the truth. But at the same time, it's so fucked up that you, you, you're receiving the news, but in a funny way. And I think that, that that's why Dave Chappelle is so so much of the big comedian that he is in the black community is because he talk about shit that nobody else could talk about. And it, and it put, sheds a light on it, but at the same time, gives us that comedic relief. For, every man, for everybody watching the show, if you watch CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News, whatever political platform that you may watch, Listen to what they're saying. They never, ever, ever answer the question that is asked. <laughs> Listen, people, to what they are telling you and what they are saying and what they are not saying as well. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple, right? That, like you said, it's it's corrupt as hell. Is and and Biden, we all know the president is just a pawn, just the front that they put out there. The real control is with these governors and with like that's why you see Florida and Texas doing what the hell they're doing. Those states operate on their own constitutions. They do not have to answer to Joseph Biden or or, or Kamala Harris. They only answer to the Supreme Court. That's why they're able to do what they are doing. Period. And that's why Trump 
That's why a lot of them presidents, they start, you know, picking and choosing who can be in the Supreme Court. There's a reason for all of that shit. Like, people have to understand that and look at the, the the full scope of everything that's happening and not just constantly look at Biden and see what he's doing. Yeah, granted, yes, you are the the the, the face, so to speak, right? Um, but, you know, they're all, even Trump. Uh, but to, to y'all's point, though, with Trump, he didn't want to be the, but that's why they fear him, too. Cause he don't want to. He knows that that's a pawn. No, I, y'all not just gonna make me out as a pawn. Now that again, he's also a bigot and all that, and the sexist and all that stuff too. But that's you know that's that's really what it is. It's corrupt. It's corrupt as hell. And just listen to these politicians, yo. They never listen to Doctor Fucci during COVID. Did he ever say where COVID came from? What was the actual source other than from China? Normally, when there's a virus that happens or something, uh, uh, it came from. Uh, a monkey or a cat or something something done happened they scratched somebody or something there's something that happened that movie outbreak back in the night there's something that happens right you he can never answer the question and say where was the source where did this come from what but wear a mask listen to these people yo listen to what they're telling y'all and what they're not saying I'm telling you it's just it's crazy yo it's crazy Yes, sir, man. Sleepy Joe. I don't know, man. This is this presidential Trump might be going to jail for for all these sexual assaults. And, and still might win the presidency. <laughs> and and, and Biden's, Biden's numbers is in the trash. Assaulting women and, and, and all of that stuff. And women will still go out there and vote. And men will still go out there and vote for this man in jail. Unbelievable. But that's America for you, huh? So I don't know. Um, I I read a, a a few weeks ago, Dr. Cornell West said he was running for president. Mm-hmm. Is that a real thing? Is he yeah. serious? Is that well? That's that I, well, I know where my vote is going. So so let let's study up on Dr. Cornell West. Let's see mm-hmm. what his bid is. But I already know where my vote's going. It's going with the doctor. He's running as an independent. So. Let's figure this out. Let's I heard the it. Kennedy, one of the Kennedy kids is too. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, one of the the great grands mm-hmm. or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think this is the first year that an independent has a very good chance of winning the presidency. I wouldn't be surprised. Democrats and the Republicans, they just think that they got everything on lock. Everybody man. getting hip. Everybody getting hip to the bullshit. You know, and it's it's coming around again. It's we're not there yet. But it's coming around that everybody's getting hit to the bullshit, man. Uh, all right, let's get some shout outs before we get up out of here. Shout out to you, brothers. You guys are dope. Get it? Dope. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but shout out to you, brothers, coming on here, chopping it up, doing it for another Wednesday. I believe in y'all. Y'all are doing some great things. Keep spreading the message that you guys are spreading letting the world know what they need to know and be awake and that's it that's my shout out to the brothers that are on here keep doing your thing yeah always shout out to uh politicking uh greatly appreciate y'all for having uh, myself on this platform shout out to um you guys as well um it's always great to come on here and, and speak um, voice our opinions but also listen to other opinions as well um you know, uh, again, you know, just piggybacking off of that last topic, man. Um, people just 
pay attention pay attention let's you know uh, again you know if you black please do not visit florida right now don't spend your money down there um you know that man is insane uh that governor does desantis whatever his name people like that aren't texas you know shoot don't go down there either new orleans they trying to enslave people down there look just pay attention to what's going on um you know read um again you know if people say oh don't watch tv don't you can watch these things right but form formulate your own opinion right L again listen to what they are telling you and then also what they are not telling you as well um you know and then that way you can come up with your own opinion um you know but yeah uh i you know hopefully um you know this next presidency is the year of the independent um and we start moving towards that it's it's time to get away from democrats and republicans um you know the those parties um and look outside the box um and i think like i said we're not there yet but you know slowly but surely we are going to get there but this is why you know they're suppressing votes and this is why you know they're you know with affirmative action that supreme court all of these things are coming into place for a reason because white people especially they see the threat happening they see the change they see the curve they see the momentum and where it's going and so they got to act and the way that they act is putting stuff in law that's why they get in these type of positions because they know that then they can create the laws and change and manipulate and do all those things and that's why they try to keep us out of those positions right um so we have to understand um that you know and and, and like i said just read up you know and, and pay attention to you know into what's going on you know like you know all the essence festival stuff that happened and all that stuff it's cool you know yeah you know give people a chance to have fun have a good time but at the same time um it, it, their plan to exterminate us people has still not vanquished um they have tried for decades and centuries now and they're still going to keep trying uh, they're just going to find new ways to do it they're just going to try to keep innovating and find new ways to take us out new ways to keep us out of um you know keep us from having a seat at the table so we have to understand that um and, and listen up and read and pay attention to what's going on all that stay woke stuff whatever just pay attention pay attention have an attention span of, of more than 30 seconds and pay attention to what's going on out here and listen and read that's my message definitely definitely so i believe in the constitution it reads that what black people are what what three-fifths three of a person three-fifths of, three of a person so mm -hmm. we're in, in america we're not even counted as a full person and then you got to understand that we weren't granted freedom we were granted access to freedom so we have access to freedom in america we were never uh, essentially set free so did slavery ever end or did we get granted temporary freedom or access to freedom and once you break these laws this is why you get 30 years and brandon get three he get probation he get counseling mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying this is this is why it's built this way because it's systematic and i think that if ronnie was on here he would definitely say everything that we go through is systematic but at the same time we have to know and understand that and, and st strategize based upon these facts and the, and the strategy that will ever get equality in America is just something that will 
it's a dead strategy. We'll never win from it. So let's stop trying to get equality from America. America is a corporation. Let's use OPM to get ourselves in, in the positions that we need to be. And let's be independent and actually learn the system that we're in. The Africans come over here, learn the system. The Asians come over here, learn the system. But the blacks in America live in the system, live off the system, but don't even understand the system that we live in. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as trying to get people to wake up, I live off this creed, man. A man convinced against his will is of the same mind state, meaning that I don't try to get anybody to do anything with me, for me, in in conjunction with me, if they in the mind state that I don't want to do this shit. So I'm only coming for the brothers and, and, the, and the sisters and the motherfuckers that want the knowledge and the information. If you don't, you can keep pushing. You can scroll. You can turn it off. But as far as the motherfuckers that understand what we're up against and, and want to do something to, you know, make the change, let's get it, man. I don't know what you do with your life, but I'm going to get to it, man. Politic in the podcast. We out.